ideas, inspiration, innovation. This is The Game Changer. And now here's your host, Chickie Fitzgerald. Good morning, this is Chickie Fitzgerald with Travel Massive, and I am really excited this morning because we are going to be hearing about the arts community and how it dovetails into what is going on in the travel community here, and our guest this morning is John Collins. John, welcome. Well, thank you. Good morning to you. John, why don't you, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about the St. Petersburg Arts Alliance, but before we get into that, I would love to hear a little bit about you and your background. Well, thanks for asking. I have pretty much of a long history, so I won't start at the beginning. <laughs> However, I prize, I would suggest to, um, to the listeners on picture Boston in the, in the late early 70s, late 70s and 80s, and the theater scene that was going on there and how the arts were part of um, a big part of Boston, especially with street performers to theaters and music and, of course, the wonderful orchestra and dance companies there. And that's where I come from. So I was a part of that scene and learned how to uh, promote and market the arts there and then ended up managing theaters and then ended up working in... uh, uh, as vice president for several universities before settling down uh, after my wife and I visited St. Petersburg. And we completely yeah, I was going to ask what, what brought you here. Um, and so working in the university world, I was actually went from Boston to Arizona and worked for ASU West there, but found out about St. Petersburg from some folks here at USF St. Petersburg. And one thing led to another, and I was able to come to, like many visitors, was able to come here for a birthday celebration. And once you have celebrated your birthday coffee on the veranda of the Benoit Hotel, looking out at the beautiful waterfront and the greenery, I turned to my wife and I said, we're moving here. And she's like, yes, we are. So we honestly went back to Arizona. That was in December. In January, gave our notice, and we moved here six months later um, and worked for USF St. Petersburg for a little while before going back into the art world. So it's right. been a, a move we never have ever regretted. Well, you know, my story is is very similar about coming here. In fact, I think I also had that same coffee on the veranda of the <laughs> Vinoy, which is a magical place. But my husband and I actually had lived in Atlanta, and, and we went back after visiting friends here, and we put our house on the market, and I think we were here 30 days later. So we, we beat you mm-hmm. just slightly. <laughs> well, I had to get out of my contract with the university, so I gave them six months notice because <laughs> that's when it was up. And they kept me to the last, all, all but the last three days, which is only you moved wow. here. But we got some, the, the, uh, and we can get into a little bit, I think, of why we all fall in love with St. Petersburg um, for right. that reason. But the arts were a big reason. And I think coming from Boston, uh, my wife and I are walkers. And we knew immediately that St. Pete is a terrific town that you can walk around, you can live, work, and play downtown. But you can really just walk around and discover things and poke around. And um, it's a terrific organic community for that. And that is part of one of the reasons, anyway, why we why we came here. So my background right. so- is really raising mm-hmm. funds and promoting and marketing the arts and having worked for a bunch of theaters and um, and then going on and consulting and raising funds for capital campaigns for universities and mm-hmm. the arts. We decided we could do that from here. 
we've got a terrific, you know, it's a 20-minute ride if you push it, but at most a half-hour ride to the airport. We've got one of the best airports in the country to get in and out of. It's easy for any consultant to work right. out of here. And for me, I chose to set up my arts management business here and and haven't looked back once. Now, John, I understand that the Arts Alliance was founded in 2012. And what was happening in the arts community prior to 2012? <clears throat> was everyone just pretty much on their own, or or was there a previous nonprofit organization? That well, there was nothing. Support? Thank you. Forgive me for cutting you off. I'm so sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> the <laughs> Arts Alliance um, was really. Uh, it, it didn't, it, we started it then, but it goes back like like everything, you know, when, when musicians are an overnight success, but you really know they've been in rehearsal for 20 years. This is mm-hmm. kind of a little bit of that. We have been volunteering since the day we moved here to support the arts in various ways. And one thing led to another, and we worked with a very wonderful um, uh, a bunch of elected leaders on our city council and our mayor. And we were looking to find, figure out a way to protect the arts. As everybody knows, in 2008, 2009, when the, when the recession came in, the arts were the first thing to be cut. And indeed, in Pinellas County, the Pinellas Cultural Council was cut. The whole department was just um, pink slipped. And so we wanted to come up with a way to help support our artists in St. Petersburg and with our city continue to support at least the St. Pete artists that we could, and not just the artists, but the nonprofits and the for-profits, so the galleries as well as the museums, if you will. And we we got together with volunteers to try to figure out how we could do that, and we've had formed a little informal advocacy group. And one of the best things about St. Petersburg is if you raise your hand, you can get involved. And so <laughs> as part of the city's Arts Advisory Committee, we were we were trying to show the value of the arts as an economic investment. And we did a study, all as volunteers, um, got some corporate support to publish it. And we're able to show that every dollar spent on the arts brings back at least five, if not seven dollars in income to the city. And then wow. it was more importantly than that, it, we were also able to say that there's many um, nonprofits that the city gave a little bit of money to and it was decreasing were, were representing well over 860 jobs at the time, this is many years ago. And at that point, people really paid attention because it was all about job creation at the time we get out of the recession. And so we were able to say that we are um, a arts-driven economy, and particularly in St. Petersburg. And let's really work to build our reputation on that as well as the other wonderful things that St. Petersburg has. So as volunteers, I was able to put up a flag and say, we're a city of the arts, um, along with the mayor's office and some support. And they... Um, sort of rallied behind that. And St. Petersburg, since it's a travel um, uh, interview, is also, you can just just as easily say, we're a city of great education. We have terrific universities and colleges here. We have terrific health care here. We have an innovation district here. But I got out there first and said, we're a city of the arts. (laughs) And it it worked (laughs) when people started paying attention to that. And so we rallied that cry, and the, the mayor at the time, uh, and city council, actually, who made this happen, um, said one of the ways out of this recession is let's take some of these. Uh, for example, we had a, a block that was 600 block on Central Ave that was depressed, and the artist said, "Can we paint art on the windows?" And the city councilor at the time said, "Why don't we put art inside?" And so went to a developer and together worked out that what was once this Crystal Arcade became a 600 block is now the Central Arts District because the artist moved in and pretty much changed the whole nature of that of that locale 
and then as you as happens in many places, the next thing you know, once the artists have made the commitment, in come the restaurants and the bars and the other places that like right. to um, be nearby. And then come the tourists and, and residents so, because it's so much fun to wander around and poke your head in and discover a little art here or collecting there. Um, I often say, what's America's favorite hobby? And it's shopping. So why not poke around and go on? Now we have murals, so you can go on a mural tour. And when you're done on the mural tour, stop and have lunch and spend, spend all day within three blocks here. And yet we have five arts districts. I'm getting ahead of myself here. But we... <laughs> At that time, we, we, the mayor appointed me the consultant for the arts to the, to the city. And we were looking and creating an endowment. And then we realized that really in order to create an arts endowment for St. Pete, we needed to create a private nonprofit to be the partner to the city. And so I created, established, um, the St. Petersburg Arts Alliance in order to work with the city to um, raise funds for an arts endowment, but principally to get funds to the artists and the nonprofits now. What they needed was support now, several years ago. And we were able to help increase some of those allocations. And we also were able to, um, with our recent administration in the mayor's office, uh, just last week we were able to award 15 um, grant awards to 15 artists um, based on how great they are, of course, in music, dance, fine arts, craft arts, all of the arts are represented, but also each artist has to have a community engagement piece, which I think is part of the unique flavor of St. Petersburg. So it may be that you are a dancer, but in this case, you're working with dancer and a photographer and taking pictures of students and doing uh, photographs around St. Pete that can be used in a show or an exhibit. Right. Um, it can be writing a play, but working with the community to write the play. It can be doing an amazing mural, but working with at-risk kids to help you paint that mural. I discovered once kids, students work outside painting a mural for a few days in the hot Florida sun, they don't tag them anymore. They realize it's a lot of work and they respect the mural artist's work. So it wow. has a twofold benefit there. No and kidding. also... If anybody comes to visit us down the road and you get to see, we now have well over 70, if not 100 murals in St. Petersburg that um, we're working on mural tours. We have mural bicycle tours. We have mural trolley tours and we have mural walking tours. Um, so I think it's a, it's an added attraction for anyone who wants right, to come here right. and wonders what to do for an afternoon or a morning. Well, when when you were sharing your own story of of coming here, you know, to celebrate a birthday, one of the things that I think people don't realize, and I've been in the travel industry my in, my entire adult life, but vacation travel and and Florida and and certainly the Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater areas are well known for vacation travel, but vacations only represent eight percent of all trips in this country mm-hmm. and and business travel is only 25 percent and so the rest is all life you know the things that mm-hmm. we do whether it's birthdays mm-hmm. anniversaries you know even visiting somebody uh you know who is in a hospital or a nursing home and and so all of those things that we do or pursuing our passions right and and arts is definitely a passion and my partner in travel massive uh Pedro Cerrone who I know you met uh mm-hmm. is is very very passionate about the arts and one of the things that i have noticed uh really throughout the last few years of, of my career is the disconnect that currently exists between the arts and and travel 
uh, in travel really recognizing the role that, that the arts and everything from, you know, certainly the, the creative arts, uh, you know, that, that we've talked about with the murals and that, all mm-hmm. the way through mm-hmm. to the performing arts. And, and so talk to me a little bit about the role that, that you play and, and is there a connection uh, with the traditional travel industry uh, to help them recognize the value uh, that is here in the St. Pete area. Oh, I think I absolutely think so. The the um, culture vultures, if you will, who travel to visit certain arts, um, are certainly, as you mentioned, a small part of the um, travel industry. However, in St. Petersburg, for example, we have um, seven museums and two new ones coming online. But, of course, at the top of the museum um, iceberg, if you will, is the wonderful Dali Museum. We have the only one in the country outside of Spain. And something like 73% of their visitors are international visitors who come here. Um, whereas if you go to the, uh, the wonderful Museum of Fine Arts here, um, you may not think of that as an international don- uh, destination. And yet, because they're so close to each other, they are, although probably the, the percentages are flipped. It's probably 37% of people who come visit our museums in general um, right. are from out of, out of town. But the overall blend of everybody who comes to visit is, is are they coming here the way you might go to Washington, D.C. and do a museum tour? Probably not. But on the other hand, it's usually the capstone event for people who do come. Um, if they're staying over on the beaches on the other side of the peninsula, they certainly extend what we've discovered is um, the arts are that extra day of their vacation. And it's well, not and just we have any... 335 days of sunshine, <laughs> right? And so I was which say, is a pretty big draw. And, and, yeah, exactly. And having grown up actually in a in a sort of a beach community uh, where I was from, you know, everybody's praying for rain because then everybody goes in for ice cream cones. That's a little bit different here in that we have so much sunshine that people now plan it, and we work with the hotels to let them know about the various offerings here. And it's not just museums. Uh, what we've been able to do. And as we've grown in the last uh, several years, as we've become the clay capital of the Southeast um, by far with the various um, people who like to go around and and um, I'm trying to picture other places that, that people would think of. But there's other great cities with wonderful artisans working in clay and yet are more in center for clay and um, the clay center of St. Peter. It just goes on and on. We have more kilns here than any place else, probably south of Asheville, North Carolina, which is what people think of. Um, so we have a terrific, terrific community for ceramics and clay. And then we are probably one of the hottest, if you'll forgive the pun, glass blowing communities in the United States now with four or five now, uh, I think four glass blowing hot shops here and from hosting the Duncan McClellan glass, which is um, Duncan McClellan Gallery, which hosts international glass artists as well as his own work, to the Chihuly exhibit, the only one outside of Seattle, um, to uh, the Morian Glass Hot Shop. Um, a lot of artists are moving here, and some are saying it's, uh, if you talk to them, they'll say it's because of the light, because we do have so much sunshine. We do have such a great, wonderful glass community here. And tie all that together, and if anyone comes here, I can take them around for almost five days. We have five arts districts. So you can come downtown, stay in a downtown hotel, wander around, visit the um, galleries and the studios, um, and not to mention breweries, which has become a big thing in the last few years. And you can uh, 
Then on our second Saturday art walk, it's really a gallery hop because we have to uh, bring out trolleys and we and we trolley people around the five arts districts from the waterfront arts district to the central arts district all the way down to a warehouse arts district where art is made and that is where a number of the studios um, have moved in recent years and artists I should say have moved into studios in old warehouses in recent years and people love to go poke around there but you do need um, a map. And we try as an arts alliance to provide all those services of a studio and gallery guide and an online guide, an art walk guide, a trolley uh, mural guide, if you will, because people come and they're, how do I get here? It's probably everybody's biggest, or how do I get there from here? Right. Probably everyone's biggest question. And in fact, the Chamber of Commerce has an incredible uh, welcome center here in St. Pete where they even have an artist store. So if you're from out of town or even in town, people now come to the artist store and they buy themed St. Petersburg made by St. Petersburg artists, um, glass, clay, T-shirts that they can take home with them um, or send to those who have moved away as, you know, holiday presents or whatever. But right, right from there, they can figure out how to go to visit all of the various arts and the, and the volunteers in the visitor center are very um tuned to what the art world is here. And part of that is um, the chamber and, and the arts alliance are partners. And in fact, my office, I'm not, I'm not a chamber employee, although I, I am one of their biggest advocates, is, but my office is in the chamber of commerce because the chamber recognizes mm-hmm. that we are a chamber of the arts um, because the arts are such a, um, not just economic investment, but we're the, we're, we, we throw up the flag that says, um, come discover us. And come poke around and discover art that is affordable. Um, and we even have people coming from, up from Miami and other art centers now looking at uh, how we can uh, or how they can establish a studio or a gallery here. If I had a gallery and a studio, I could rent it by the hour. I get so many calls now from people who are either out of school or retiring or are mm. um, tired of, as I was years ago, tired of a big city, you know, um, particularly one such as Boston in the snow. Um, but I think they're, they want to come down here and um, explore art and then figure out a way to make their art. And I'm, I have to say, we are such a welcoming community for artists that between 2002, I believe, and 2014, the number of artists, writers, and performers that have moved to the area has increased 54%. So it's not just people coming to visit, but it's people coming to to work here and create here. So, you know, I think people who live here are actually the worst. And, And I have to jump in and say, I am the worst at getting to know my own city. And when Pedro shared with me about the glass blowing, mm-hmm. I was absolutely fascinated because I love blown glass. And I've got a beautiful piece that I bought years ago uh, when I was in Seattle. And uh, so this weekend, mm-hmm. actually tomorrow, my daughter uh, is arriving. She goes to school at the University of Warsaw in Poland. And she mm-hmm. is arriving for Easter, and she's bringing with her her Norwegian boyfriend, right, oh who has my. never been to Florida. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm sure that, you know, she's thinking about going over to Orlando. And, you know, I'm thinking we're going to come down and visit the Arts District mm-hmm. because, uh, again, I had no idea 
the breadth of what what we had, and I had no clue that we had five arts districts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just in St. Pete. Well, we um, let me know when you're in town. <laughs> certainly, go. I can certainly provide a hundred suggestions for you to visit. Uh, well, it, uh, it I'm will sure be she has great. her mindset if it's on glass to pick out some of the highlights. Uh, oh, in fact, well, in I the glass that, that world, would be fabulous. We, but you know the the other interesting mm-hmm. thing is and and as it relates to that is I think one of the things that we could do as a city to market ourselves better not to the vacationer coming in because I think you know again we we've, we've done a good job attracting people to come here on vacation but the people who live here and have people you know family who come in to visit just knowing where to take them and it would be really interesting to have a piece that was articulated that way, and perhaps you're already doing this, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, if you're stumped at what to do with your guests from out of town, you know, here are some great suggestions. Oh, absolutely. I think there's uh, just about everything that I've mentioned we have a little brochure for. We even have a little app called St. Pete Arts Guide. Um, if you come to the um, visitor center at the chamber or most of the hotels have them, you can pick up a studio and gallery guide and find your way around that way with a map. There's even a brewery guide to find your way around that way. There are, um, uh, there is, we have a glass um, tour. and uh, uh, Anyway, all of those things are, are here for people who want to come visit and, and get some recommendations. They can certainly go to the Arts Alliance website and look at all the studios and galleries online there and see what interests them. Um, I think there's, uh, and, and I also don't want to miss the fact that if they could come and visit with family, just walking around and discovering is, is I think, probably a really wonderful part of St. Petersburg, that Central Ave and goes all the way to the beaches and all the way along Central and for Seven South and North and in other areas of town, of course, but you can really just park your car and walk around and enjoy. Um, and then I really think like when I go on, used to go on vacation, we go hardly anymore because we live in paradise, I believe, but <laughs> right. we, and we love the water, but you can, you can be in a hotel downtown. There's at least five I can think of right here where you can walk to everything see the waterfront. It's no different than when you go to a wonderful island in the sun and you stay there and you see the water. You can go sailing. You can go to the beach. You can poke around and see art. You can go out to the theater um, and you can see a world-class museum. And you pretty much don't need a car. Another thing I love about it. You can go everywhere and you can you can visit three places, have dinner, get a drink, come home, and you put six miles on your car. <laughs> it's a wonderful, uh, or or in these days, Uber around uh, or Lyft and and visit from uh, and not have to deal with any of that. So it's a pretty um, you know wonderful, safe, um, iconic holiday destination. I think for people who want to come in and relax. And then of course, if you want to just hop in the car, and uh, my wife and I um, love to go to Disney and get a dose of imagination. You can do that in a day from right. here. So there's no need to stay out there in the big city over there. You can you can really be part of a, uh, a wonderful, um, I think, welcoming community here. So, John, what is next for the St. Petersburg Arts Alliance? What's what's uh, on the landscape? Oh well, our job is to, in addition to being probably maybe our uh, your uh, cheerleader today for the arts, we we do a lot of serious business in that we what we're doing is providing the foundation for new arts organizations. 
So, for example, last year, a incredible volunteer walked in, said, I want to volunteer, and also I want to start the Sunshine Opera Company. And we went, okay, what a great idea. Let's figure out how to do that. And, and in less than a year, she is now an established with a bank account, a 501c3, called the Sunshine Opera Company. Who would think St. Pete has two opera companies now? One, <laughs> the St. Pete Opera Company, which is um, a wonderful doing your typical stage plays and opera. And the other is the studio opera company. The other thing we do, do is connect the dots for so many people, and that's why I just had to hold on for a second because someone was looking for the name of a, the person for a dance troupe. And as it turns out, that was another one of our volunteers who came in and said, I'm from, I've been in New York. I'm a Juilliard-trained dancer. I've moved here. I'm starting a family. There are other professional dancers here, but we have nothing to, to work together on, and we help them create the St. Pete Dance Alliance. We also have many festivals here, particularly in the city's parks, because um, and not just the boutique fine art festivals, but we have um uh, we just we just hosted the blues festival for three days, uh, for example, this last weekend. And before that, the Arts Alliance hosted a seafood and music festival here in downtown. So um what we're doing with those things is investing in new um, festivals, organizations that support the arts at the very beginning that don't know how to um, do these types of operations and how to set up. We have so many wonderful artists, creative artists, performing artists, um, actors, writers, graphic artists. My wife is a writer who um, need to know how to set themselves up as a business. And so we offer a lot of classes, actually. We, we're, we, this summer we're doing, and, um, it's called the, uh, the, the business, the Arts Alliance Business Academy for six weeks in conjunction with the USF College of, USF St. Petersburg, um, College of Business. We're also in the chamber for that matter. So everybody is here to try to help them build that foundation. It's one thing to be an incredible artist and rent space and open the door, but it's certainly another thing to know how do you lay out your art, where do you lay it out, how do you set up a website, how do you promote yourself, how do you price right. your art? We offer classes and things like that. So um, how do boards for nonprofits? Tonight I'm working with a theater board, doing a board workshop. Tomorrow night, by the way, we have two um, arts enclaves, meaning that if you move to the historic Kenwood district, you can, and you're an artist, you can have a studio and sell out of your home, and they have their own little art walk twice a year, um, which is mm. quite a lovely day to wander around and see see the artists in their studios where it's made, because a number of them may not be in galleries. They may be just selling at festivals or right. online. Right. And that is a huge attractor for people who want to move here to, mo to know that they can live and work in a community where two doors down, there's going to be another artist. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, comes the um, coffee shops and the, and the places to have lunch and the bookstores. Right, right. Very, very interesting. Well, John, if, if someone wants to support your organization, uh, how can they donate? Oh, thank you. I, we are premiering a brand new website as we speak. I just saw a couple of new pages, and I would urge them to just go on the Arts Alliance website. Just Google St. Petersburg Arts Alliance. And you will see how you can become a member. You can see how you can donate. Um, see how you can sign up for classes. Um, I think we're 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 now that we're five years old, we've grown so much so fast because there's been um, a need for this kinds of services, and people are recognizing it, and we're reaching out beyond us as you've discovered us. To um, so I would I would hope that they would come see what we have to offer and. Um, and and as I say to everyone, there's a number of ways to 
by the way, get involved in the arts and support the arts. Obviously, writing a check is number one for everybody, but we need um, young people to, we need all people, but we're particularly looking to develop millennials into board members for all the nonprofits, not just me. Um, you, know, you can serve in a board, they can volunteer. If they don't want to be on a board, they can be on a committee. As I said, you just right, raise your hand right. in St. Pete, you can get actively involved in the arts. And then you can go out to lunch at places that support the arts. One of the, one of the neatest places, I think, to go to for lunch in St. Petersburg is the Museum of Fine Arts. And you can sit there and that supports them because that's, you know, or you could go have coffee or lunch at the Banyan um, Cafe, which is in the Morian Arts Center. And you actually, you know, it's not just that there are already places to go eat and hang out with artists, but that also supports those institutions and allows right, them to do right. other things. Um, even the Dali has a wonderful place to uh, um, have lunch. So, um, I think there's, again, for visitors as well as people, when they come to visit us, that's where I'm going to take them for lunch because it supports the arts. I know I'll probably see some people there, um, and, uh, um, and you have a nice time. <laughs> and then if you want, and of course, you can go visit the museum, of course. <laughs> Well, we we may just have to uh, put together an arts agenda for this Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds well, good. Well, John, this has really that. been terrific. Um, one thing I do want to ask, um, you mentioned that you have an app. Uh, do they search for it the same way, St. Petersburg Arts Alliance? On yes, the app if, you store? Just, if they can just, uh, in fact, just go to our website, and, and it's right on the on the uh, page. Click here to sign up for the app. Um, or if you um, if you're on, I know if you're on an iPhone and you go to our app, it pops up as a little ad right at the top. Somehow, magically, it's very Harry Potterish magical to me. I'm not sure how that works, <laughs> but it does. Um, and on Android, you can just search for St. Pete Arts Guide. And that will pop up. It's free. We update it. It's pretty quick to use. And um, it's great for visitors. Um, and we're actually moving it more into our website in the next few weeks because we've discovered it's a little bit faster, actually. But we have just, we have just uh, um, put that all up there and precisely because I think more and more people are really starting to discover us every day instead of once a week getting a call. I'm getting them every day now. Right. And, uh, and and I hate sending them to an app because I would love to talk to them and speak to them and put you in the car and take you myself to Duncan McCollum's gallery, but I'm kind of running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you are just doing some amazing things, and I, I look forward to getting to know my own city, and I encourage those of you who, who do live locally, not only to go uh, and visit these five districts on your own, but next time you've got somebody in from out of town, uh, it's a great place to visit as well. So, John, thank you so, so much, and I look forward to getting to know you better through what we are trying to accomplish with Travel Massive and bringing the arts and events and travel communities uh, much more closely uh, aligned in the future so that we can help bring more than just vacationers uh, to the Tampa St. Pete area. Thanks again, John, and I look forward to meeting you soon. Well, it's been my pleasure, and thank you for letting me be an arts cheerleader for St. Petersburg, <laughs> and I look forward to meeting you, too. Thank you so much for listening to The Game Changer with Travel Massive. Thank you. You have been listening to a special edition of The Game Changer for Travel Massive. Ideas, inspiration, innovation with Chickie Fitzgerald.